Welcome to Real Truth Real Quick. My name is Rick Smith, Director of Digital Ministries at Watermark Church in Dallas, Texas. I'm here with Todd Wagner. We've got a good one today. We've got a good one. Lay it on me. All right, here we go. Prenuptial agreements. Can a Christian, in wisdom, get a prenuptial agreement? Not only can they, they absolutely should. All right. And um, I, I want people to listen carefully to this, okay? Because you should make a prenuptial agreement as a follower of Jesus Christ to be committed to love your wife as Christ loved the church. So a prenuptial is a contract prior to your marriage, and you don't want to marry somebody that goes into marriage with anything less than a covenant view of marriage. The word covenant is contract. It is a marriage agreement, and it's a commitment that you make. Now, I know your question is not, yeah. should we have covenantial marriage? But let me just tell you something. That's what's so crazy about this. What we're doing when we make a common day prenuptial agreement is that we're starting out by saying, when we don't fulfill our vow to each other, this is how we're going to separate because of sin. And so we're practicing and rehearsing and preparing to sin, and this is how we're going to unwind ourselves. You shouldn't get married to somebody that says, I'm going to be prepared to sin. You should marry somebody that says, I'm going to love you as Christ loved the church. You should marry somebody that says, for better or for worse, in sickness or in health, I will love you the way that God says that I should love you. You should marry somebody that understands uh, the high view that God has of marriage. In Proverbs 20, 25, it says, it is a trap or a snare for a man to make a vow and afterwards to consider the seriousness of it. I would tell you, it is, uh, it is a trap or a snare to go ahead and say, we're going to be married together, but this is how we're going to be divorced eventually. People make premarital agreements because there's a lack of trust. And what you're already doing going into a relationship where you say, I'm not sure I can trust you, is you're saying, I'm not sure wisdom would have me covenant with you. And so you want to make sure that you go into marriage with your eyes wide open. You're marrying a notoriously unpredictable person. It's called a human. And, and that's why God says, I want you to be uh, slow. Ecclesiastes 5.2 says, don't be hasty indeed or impulsive in thought and bringing up a matter in the presence of the Lord. That's what you do when you make a marriage commitment. You bring up a matter in the presence of the Lord and say, before God, before these family and friends, I'm going to love you this way. So you better make sure that that person has a pattern of faithfulness, a pattern of humility, a pattern of letting others speak into their life and submitting themselves to a wise counsel. Because if you don't, whether you have a prenuptial agreement or not, you're going to end in divorce which means you're going to end having your heart ripped out. Jesus says this in Matthew 19. What God has joined together, let no man separate. Why would you plan to do what God says you shouldn't do? How about taking some more time and making sure that the person that you're going to enter into a marriage relationship with is the kind of person that wisdom and Christ says that you should. Do your premarital work. Don't come up with a premarital contract to separate what God wants to join forever. That's good. Good stuff. Yeah, we, we get an opportunity to do a lot of weddings around here, and I always tell the people, do you, you understand, death is the only thing that's going to separate this marriage that's honorable in the sight of God forever. For, till death do you part. Do you understand? And then when we do the vows, I always say, have them say, divorce, whether mentally, spiritually, emotionally, is never an option for me. Yeah, people would tell you, look, this is wise. This is what the world would recommend that you do. This is what wisdom would have you do. By the way, why would you say, this is how we're going to separate what is, is ours. When you get married, the two become one. And you're already, again, uh, anticipating not being one. And that is just a recipe. Marriage and all relationships 
run on the currency of trust. And so when you go into this thing, I don't really trust you. That's okay to say that. Just don't marry that person. That's foolish. In fact, the wisdom of the world, okay, is an abomination to God. Jesus says that, says in Luke 16, I think he's talking to the Pharisees, who were lovers of money. He says that your ways are not my ways, and it's an abomination to me. So when somebody says, man, you got to protect your assets, Jesus says the way you protect your assets is to walk with him in wisdom, not to make a contract with fools. If somebody doesn't trust you, that's okay. Don't marry them. And why don't you spend more time together until you do trust them and you, and you move forward uh, in great wisdom. It's great stuff. We didn't even need the whole five minutes today. So I, I think the, the answer is, if you want to be wise, you don't need a prenuptial agreement. You need to walk and marry someone that loves Jesus and you yourself do the same thing. You enter into a marriage covenant. That's a contract. Make it a biblical one. Anything less than that is going to end in great sadness and despair, no matter how much money you protect or take at the end. Great stuff. Hey, thanks so much for checking out Real Truth real quick. And if you have any questions, uh, culture, the world we live in, the Bible, don't be afraid to push the envelope. This guy's not afraid to push the envelope. Send in your questions. We'd love to answer those for you. Do be afraid to send out the marriage invitation in an envelope until you find somebody who knows what it is to walk in a covenant, humble relationship with Christ. Amen. 